Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 77, where we're discussing Meet Kevin Johnson from season 4 of Lost. I didn't expect you that fast. (laughs) <laughs> is this the guy who hit you with a champagne bottle yeah but i had it coming <laughs> arturo michael and i have some business we have to attend to you got some air of course ciao help yourself to the chow don't make it to the mainland too often so when i do i like to indulge myself so you people can just come and go? Some of us. You want a drink? What I want is for you to tell me what my plane is doing at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> That's not your plane. It's a phony. A man named Widmore put it down there and he staged the whole wreck. Staged? Why would he stage it? Because he doesn't want anyone else finding where the real plane ended up except for him. I'm supposed to believe this? Did the bullet bounce off your skull, or the gun just jam on you? Prove it. Sorry? Prove that this guy Widmore did what you say he did. Prove it. That's the cemetery in Thailand where Widmore dug up the 300-odd corpses he needed. And the purchase order for the old 777 he bought through a shell company. And the shipping logs for the freighter he used to drop the whole mess down a trench deep enough to guarantee that no remains are ever going to be identified. Do you have any idea what it would cost to bring those bodies up? What you want from me, man? In a few days, a freighter is porting in Fiji. It's Widmore's boat. We have reason to believe he's finally found the coordinates of the island. And he's heading right for it. So congratulations, Michael. Your shore leave is over. You just got a job on that boat. Meet Kevin Johnson. You're joining the crew in Fiji as a deckhand. You want me to go undercover? Why the hell would I go back to work for you people? Because if Widmore finds the island, it's good night for everybody on it. He'll kill them all without thinking twice. You want to redeem yourself for what you did? This is your only chance. You can save all their lives. No, I can't. I can't go back to that island. I didn't say you were going back to the island. You're not going on that boat so you can swab decks, Michael. You're going so you can kill everyone on board. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 77 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're discussing Meet Kevin Johnson, a Michael-centric episode from season four, and the episode where we finally get to find out exactly what happened to Michael when he left that island, Mm -hmm. or at least most of it, I guess. 
Um, let's see here. I'll let you kick us off this time with your first thoughts. Okay, my first thoughts and uh, was uh, actually on the island, and um, we get to see Ben as part of Locke's group, which mm-hmm. is very awkward and just weird, and and you know he's just sitting there, and everybody's kind of <laughs> looking around and kind of like don't know what to think, you know, make of it, and um, and about the time Locke brings Miles in. And uh, he says um, that the, he's, they're going to tell everyone. He's t- he's not going to keep any more secrets. Mm-hmm. And um, and Miles tells everyone that, that they're there for Ben, you know. And 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 then Sawyer is like, well, why don't we just, you know, where do we where do we take him? You know, what do we do with him? Let's mm-hmm. get rid of him right now, you know. And then Ben has a moment of honesty. So it's like these three three guys like telling everything they can uh, to kind of gain the respect and trust of the people around them, you know. Uh-huh. And um, I just thought that was really interesting because Ben tells them everyone that Michael is the spy on the boat, right? And um, it's just kind of setting up this like um, I don't know. It's right now in, in Locke's camp. It it kind of gives a little validates why they're there, you mm-hmm. know, why they're with Locke's group, you know, and um, even Miles telling everyone that they are there for Ben and kind of gives more of a val- you know validates you know his his theory a little bit more yeah um so i thought that was interesting um and just Locke trying to get the trust of his own people uh-huh. back and i thought what was really interesting about that whole discussion was you know of course he tells him about michael on the boat but he also says that their orders are to kill you know after they get him mm-hmm. in custody their orders are to kill everyone else on the island and miles didn't say anything exactly he yeah. did not deny it at all yeah which i, I there's a thing that was really interesting either that Either that is the case, or that was what they was kind of part of the deal they, they struck up with Miles. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know, but it seemed right. like that was the case. You know, that was a plan. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, Ben then gives Alex and Carl a map to the temple, mm-hmm. which we had heard mentioned I think once before, and says the rest of their people are already there. And Carl asks if it's safe, and you know, if it is safe, then why all of all of them aren't going, including the survivors? And Ben says it's not for them; it's only for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have this kind of secretive place called the temple that they're all gathered at, uh, but apparently no one else is allowed to go there. Yeah, yeah, that was a little weird too, and that was came right after Ben's like weird look at like uh, Alex and them as Alex and Carl were like, you know, touching affectionately, uh-huh. you know, and, and and over there was Danielle yeah. was with them, and he was just kind of looking at them all weird. And then he's like, oh hey, come here real quick, you know. Uh-huh. So I was like, at that point, I was like. Okay, I don't know whether to trust this dude or not, you know? Uh-huh. And it was really weird, too, that, you know, like there's this weird messed up family vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Danielle's standing there and Alex is there and Ben's there. And, like, they kind of act like they're a broken family. Like the yeah. parents got divorced, but they still kind of talk to each exactly. other kind of thing. Because <laughs> they even reference, you know, they're even referencing Ben still as the dad. I know. And, yeah. and as Danielle's the mom. It's really You odd. know, and so, and, and before, you know, Danielle, like, punches you know ben for calling him himself his her, her father yeah. you know and she must be getting used to it or yeah something, something or another's going on there but it, it was really strange and even the fact that um um daniel's willing to go along with it mm-hmm. you know it was kind of odd to me yeah and it's almost like she i mean as in the dark as she claimed to be about not ever seeing the others mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's like, oh, yeah, there's a temple. All right. Oh, yeah, sure. And it's just like she goes along with everything he says. Exactly. No problem. He also makes the comment that these people are that are there for him are more dangerous than he is, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. 
Definitely. So on the freighter, you know, Saeed confronts Michael finally, and he asks him why he's on the boat, and Michael says he's there to die. Mm -hmm. So then we have the whole um, section of what happened to Michael after he left the island. Um, Michael's working on the engine and repairing it, and Saeed and Desmond show up to get more information. Yeah. And we see a really depressed Michael, you know, writing a letter, getting into a car, and pinning the letter on his jacket. He goes speeding down the street and runs head on into a shipping container, but survives. Mm -hmm. He wakes up in the hospital, and the nurse asks him if he wants her to call Walt, and he says no. He then goes to see his mom. We can listen to that, but do you have any thoughts about the whole michael trying to commit suicide thing no it's just another like horrible story off the island you know yeah. i thought of jack and i was like oh my gosh you know yeah. these people are awful out th off this island <laughs> you know yeah which just brought me to mind i had somebody asking me about you a little bit and wanted to know, so they could kind of tell that you were like bummed out a little bit by the season so far <laughs> just bummed <laughs> out there so were a lot of people that kind of bailed really like, like they were like forget it it's you know? very depressing yeah. You know, outside the island, you know, it's like, like I said before, you know, you got this real great group that's growing through these, you know, there's issues, but they're growing through some really tough situations and coming together for a common cause. They get off this island and they fall apart, uh -huh. you know, it's like life as they knew it, it didn't exist and it's over for them, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not disliking the show. I'm just like, blah. You know, I'm like, man, I can't believe how bad their lives are. Yeah. So it is a little bit difficult because there isn't the, like the episodes before. There were some negative things that happened, but generally it was all about let's pull together, mm -hmm. let's get through this. Exactly. And now it's like I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> Every so, one of them. I'm like, golly. Yeah. It does wear on you a little bit. Yeah. So uh, let's listen to this scene between Michael and his mom here. Hey, Mom. Can I come in? No. You know the answer to that. I want to see you. No. Just let me talk. I don't know what you said to that boy. But whatever it was, he doesn't want to see you. Please, Ma. He's my son. I have a right. I thought you were dead. They said your plane crashed in the middle of the ocean. But you show up here fine and dandy. Only I can't tell anybody about you or Walt. Can't call you by your real names. He barely talks to me. But he does wake up screaming in the middle of the night. And I'm the one that's got to tell him it's going to be okay. So until you can explain to me where you were for over two months and what happened, you gave up your rights. Will you, uh... Will you tell him I love him? Yeah. So apparently Michael said something to Walt mm -hmm. um, that made Walt not want to see him again. Yeah. 
And he says, I thought you were dead. Or she says, I thought you were dead. They said your plane crashed in the middle of the ocean, but you show up here fine and dandy, only I can't tell anybody about you or Walt. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't call you by your real names. And uh, she says, he ba- Walt barely talks to me, but he wakes up screaming in the middle of the night. And uh, she says that they were gone for two months before they came back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I was, I was thinking, man, how hard it is to be Walt's dad. You know, yeah, I'm like, no golly, it's like, you you know, you, you fought so hard to, like, get to him and all these things. And now it's like, he, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm kind of, like, on Michael's side on this one because I'm like, you know, he puts him out again. And Michael's here on the verge of, you know, suicide. And mm-hmm. Walt looks out the window and then closes the blinds on him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, man, cold, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's really tough. I mean, we obviously find out, or you know, fairly certainly what it was he told mm-hmm. Walt that screwed things up so bad. But it's crappy. I mean, even more depressing than Michael trying to kill himself every ten minutes yeah. is you know the fact that Walt doesn't want anything to do with him. Exactly. Exactly. But um, yeah, Michael goes to a pawn shop and trades his watch from Jen in for a gun with bullets. Yeah, wasn't that watch worth like twenty thousand or something like that? Yeah. Like the $20,000 watch for a gun. It's like a $300 gun or whatever. Uh And he takes the gun into an alley and tries to shoot himself, but then Tom shows up and interrupts him. And we Mm -hmm. heard part of that scene at the beginning here. And um, But there were some notes I had from that. Um, You know, Tom makes the comment that we let you leave one island and you go to another. Yeah. And he says he wants Michael's help. Doesn't say what for yet. And Tom says, you know, you told him, didn't you? You couldn't carry the guilt of what you did to those two women, so you shared it with a 10-year-old kid. Is that why you want to kill yourself? So, and that makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, Michael tells his son that he killed these two women to get him back, and Walt, of course, isn't going to care that he did it in order to save Walt. He's going to be totally hung up on the fact that his dad murdered two people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think about, you know, obviously if my dad told me he killed two people, I mean, it would definitely devastate me but like mm-hmm. the circumstances that he was put under one was a complete accident yeah the other one was like you know he was pretty much brainwashed to do this or they were gonna you know take his son kill his son who knows yeah you know i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't like maybe go like oh okay dad but i definitely don't think i'd be like i hate you yeah that's i guess i guess the fact that he knew the women probably it makes it a lot worse though too yeah but, yeah, it's hard to know why, but it makes it makes a little bit of sense, I think. Yeah. And uh, Tom says, you can't kill yourself. The island won't let you. Yeah, that's crazy. No matter how bad you want to, no matter how many different ways you try, it won't happen. You've got more work to do. Thoughts? I mean, I, I what the heck is my thought? You know, it's like he said that the island will not let you kill yourself. I mean, you won't die because you have a purpose. Uh-huh. You know, and it's like this... I don't know, like a predestination type mm-hmm. thing going on here. It's like you will, you can't die, and you know, and, until you fulfill this purpose, you know. And I just, I don't get how the island has that ability. Well, we do know that for one thing, though, it has the ability to take life. Right. So we've seen it take people's lives to get other people on that island. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of part of that predestination thing too. It's like, oh, this has this has happened. This has happened for this to happen. You know, yeah. it goes back to the whole thing where. You know, no matter what you do, the future will still be the same. You know, mm-hmm. it's, the outcome will still be the same. Um, so I don't know. I don't understand how, but it is definitely yeah. <laughs> controlling people's lives. 
Yeah, and I don't have a, a clear understanding either of how, like, it's like this island has something, like some master plan mm-hmm. in mind, and it's not going to allow anything to happen to interrupt that. Right. And I'm not sure if that connects at all with the real world, mm-hmm. or if it's like an island thing, and anybody that went to that island is affected that way, but everybody else, you know, has a little more free will right. involved. But yeah, it's crazy. So later, Michael works up the nerve to pull the trigger and the gun misfires. And as he's about to shoot it again, the news comes on that they've discovered the wreckage of the plane. So he decides to go see Tom. And uh, Tom tells him that it's not his plane. It's a phony. A man named Widmore put it down there and staged the whole wreck because he doesn't want anyone else finding what, where, where the real plane mm-hmm. ended up. He gives Michael a file that shows photos of the graves he dug up to get the bodies for the wreckage, uh, the order for the old plane, etc. He says, in a few days, a freighter is porting in Fiji, and we have reason to believe Widmore has finally found the island, and he's heading right for it. You just got a job on that boat. You're joining the crew in Fiji as a deckhand. If Widmore finds the island, he'll kill everyone on it. If you want to redeem yourself for what you did, this is your only chance. Mm-hmm. You're going so you can kill everyone on board. So this instantly made me think of Ben's comment about mm-hmm. after they get me in custody, their orders are to kill everyone else on hand. Yeah. So now it's not just Widmore looking for the island. It's Widmore looking for Ben. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but not only, I mean, and it's, Two exact opposite stories. Mm-hmm. You got Widmore's group saying Ben staged the whole thing and is, you know, the mastermind behind the whole like fake flight and, you know, these things. And, and then that, you know, his plan is to take, or, or Ben's plan is to, you know, hurt the people and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 and then you got Widmore's group, it's, or uh, uh, Ben's group, it's saying it's Widmore. You know, staged the whole thing. They both have exact same stories, but opposite perspectives. I mean, complete opposite perspe- uh, perspectives. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what I'm kind of. It's like, who's who's telling the truth here? Who staged it? Right. Widmore or Ben? Yeah, and that's kind of confusing. I mean, if I can gather my thoughts here. I mean, they both obviously have the resources to do it but who would have the motivation to do it, you know, and, and why. And it's like they're fighting for the same exact thing and they're willing to do whatever it is to, to get that, you know? Yeah. I don't know that it would matter that Widmore did it or Ben did it. They did, both did it for the same reason. Yeah, and it's like like you said, I think you touched just touched on this, about how both sides are claiming the other put exactly the, the plane at the bottom uh-huh. of the ocean. Um yeah, I mean, so they're, they're both. I mean, exact same thing, mm-hmm. you know. So I just. I so what know. do you think? I mean, what if it was Ben? What does that mean? And if it was Widmore, what does that mean? Well, if it's Ben, Ben's trying to keep anybody from getting to the island, mm-hmm. and you know, kind of kill any kind of thought like this plane disappeared. You know, he's like, right. okay, I put it down there so they stay the heck away from here. Yeah, it's trying Wid- to protect the island. Right. If it's Widmore, Widmore's saying. I know it's got where it went, but I don't want anybody else to know. Right. You know, that's true. Yeah. So they both have valid reasons uh-huh. to do it, you know, but they both are also claiming the other person did it. And they're also claiming the other person's the bad group, mm-hmm. you know, which do you believe right now? Which do you think is more likely? Well, it was each, we, uh, with the, each episode, it changes, you know, it's like, 
I, I, I believe, I believe uh, Widmore's group and Widmore's group says it. And then I look at this evidence that, that Tom had against Widmore or Widmore and I'm going, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's the first physical proof of who actually yeah. did it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, he's got receipts and pictures and things like that, which could be fabricated, right. but still, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a fairly good case. Yeah, it's just it's a, I, I forgot about this whole thing of there being this debate over who was actually responsible for staging the wreckage. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out on the fly here exactly what that means and if of how important it is, um, because I'm trying to think if we even know now um, who was responsible for it. I mean, we see Widmore at that auction buying uh-huh. the stuff from the Black Rock. Yeah, you know the the journal like he's on the hunt for that for the island yeah definitely I mean, so we kind of know for sure he's looking for the oh, island oh yeah i we mean and we know that for a fact yeah but i think what it does for me is if i find out whoever staged it it validates one person's story mm-hmm. you know and gives gives them more of an edge to be in the well maybe not the righteous group but the group that's telling the truth for the moment uh-huh. you know it's like okay if, if widmore did do it then ben's telling the truth and, mm-hmm. and we can kind of say, okay, he is saying that they're going to come to this island, they're going to kill everybody, and I believe that. Yeah. You know? Now, what I think is so frustrating, though, is as much as we've heard, like, people talking about Widmore and things, he has, like, no nothing to do uh-huh. with what we're seeing on the screen. Yeah. Like, he's never on the screen. We never see him talking to anybody. We never see him, you know, planning anything. Yeah, not and at all. And it's like we just hear a bunch of talk about this Widmore, mm-hmm. which is kind of frustrating to me. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Michael gets to Fiji and checks into the boat with Naomi. Um, as he gets on the boat, Miles confronts him and says his name isn't Kevin. Mm-hmm. He says not to worry that 80% of the people on the boat are lying about something. So Miles not only seems to have these abilities like to like to communicate with the dead people like he did before, mm-hmm. but also can like almost read people's minds, yeah. like normal people's minds. Right. And um, let's see here. Um, out at sea, we get a little bit of a taste of what Kimi and his guys are like. They've got some powerful weapons. And Michael says he thought they were going on a rescue mission. And they just kind of laugh him off. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah right. And uh, later he gets a call from Ben, you know, after he tries to detonate the explosives. <laughs> and uh, tells he t- Ben tells him that he doesn't want to kill those people. That basically he's just trying to show the difference between himself and Widmore. Right. And prove how he's a better man, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And he wants Michael to compile a list of names of people on the boat, and then he's supposed to disable the communications and destroy the engine. That way they can never get to the island. Yeah. Yeah, and then that part there, you know, kind of going back to what Miles said, you know, the list that Ben's talking about here, you know, Miles said there's 80% of people that are lying on this boat. At least the another 20% that are actually telling the truth, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm thinking... Okay, is the, you know, there's good people and there's bad people on his boat. Uh-huh. You know, and Miles kind of had a, you know, yeah. It'd be that. interesting to know who those people were. That yeah. were I mean, so far it seems like Minkowski, pretty yeah, straightforward pretty guy, straight guy yeah. not really anything he's hiding. I'm sure there are probably crew members that are just working and they don't really have much to do with anything. But people like Dan, you know, seem like such a great guy. You know, I mean, it seems like he's got like this. Uh, I don't know, this real nice spirit about him, even uh-huh. though he's kind of caught in this, like, he just wants to do his research. You yeah, know? he's kind of caught up in this evil world with these evil people. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 and even, you know, the others uh, that had been on there, Frank, and, and they seemed like pretty, 
regular people just doing a job. You know, mm-hmm. they don't think evil people. So, anyways. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. So, on the freighter currently, Saeed isn't too happy to find out that Michael is working for Ben. And he right. attacks him and takes him in to see the captain and tells the captain everything about Michael and basically turns him in. Yeah. So in the jungle, Carl and Alex are on their way to the temple and end up being attacked. I guess Danielle was with them as well, mm-hmm, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. And uh, Carl and Danielle are both shot, and Alex decides to give up and yells to the shooters that she's Ben's daughter. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. It's like you got, I mean, once again, it looks like Ben is the one to set him up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it looks like. It looks like, okay, Ben, <clears throat> ben obviously led him into this ambush to get Carl and um, um, Danielle killed. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they wanted to, they could have wiped out. They could have killed um, Alex as well. You know, it looks like they spared her for a reason. Like, there was orders, you know, kill these two, keep Alex alive. Yeah. I mean, that definitely looks that way. But it also, wasn't there a comment made by Ben, I think it was, about how powerful she could be at allowing them to get to him Mm -hmm. if they they got their hands on her? Yeah. So, yeah, it seems odd that he would allow her to be put into their hands well i don't know okay i guess okay if we go that route that it's them yes if it's ben's people i that's what i was i was kind of assuming that it was ben's people ben's people try to wipe out uh carl Mm -hmm. you know ben's like okay i'm gonna lead them here kill carl and danielle now if it's if it's the uh whitmore's people whitmore people Mm -hmm. then yeah i mean that's why she yells out I'm Ben's daughter. You know, don't kill me. Right. You've got leverage. You yeah. Know. Right. Well, uh, we had some great feedback from BCK Lockhart again in the forums. He says, the long-awaited return of Michael. I know we saw him briefly at the end of GE Own, so this episode wasn't a shocking return, but it was the backstory. Hmm. Michael had obviously been through a great deal of pain concerning his relationship with Walt. Things got so bad for Michael that he tried to end it all several times. One mystery that we noticed in the ho- or one mystery that I noticed in the hospital is when Michael is visited by Libby, ironically bringing him blankets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, were they the same blankets that she was holding when Michael killed her? I remember when this episode first aired, we talked about the old guy in the bed next to Michael and wondering if it was Hanzo. We also noted the different machines next to the bed during and after the dream. I did not notice that at all. Um, in the hospital, mm-hmm. there was a Christmas tree. You know, when he visits his mother to see Walt, there is a Christmas tree as well. Yeah, I noticed that. To me, this means that both scenes happened around the same time. But isn't it curious that in one scene he was just in a pretty he was in a pretty bad head-on collision, and the next he seems virtually uninjured. Yep. Or did the next scene happen a year later or more? What do you think about that? Well, I mean, I first off, I didn't notice the machines. Mm-hmm. Um, second off, I was going to mention the fact that they had these, you know manifestations of these people again you see these ghosts you know uh, uh-huh. again but then with the thing about the christmas thing i noticed the christmas decoration i was like either it has been there has been a year or whatever mm-hmm. or time like that or um it's part of that healing process you know it's yeah. you know it's like that he's been on the island right he breaks his neck or whatever happened to him and Right. because it's almost like because the island was responsible for keeping him alive the mm-hmm. island also healed him really exactly quickly or something mm-hmm. or it could have just been that the accident wasn't that terrible you right know, he was in the hospital but it doesn't seem like he was like in critical care or yeah anything like that yeah. well tom made the well the, the nurse did say that she was he was lucky to be alive 
Yeah. And then Tom made the, uh, the comment that about the gun situation. He goes, so that it misfired, did it bounce off your skull? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like this island has the ability to make these things not nearly as uh, um, fatal as they should be, you uh-huh. know? So, right. like you said, he may have got a, like a stiff neck and a couple of bruises from a head on conclusion. Uh, con- uh, conclusion. Conclu- yeah. what, what am I trying to say? Conclusion? Con- conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like conclusion yeah, I don't know. and collision I, combined. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> He continues on, uh, the most memorable scenes in the episode were the two scenes with Tom. First, we see him in the alley when Michael tries again to kill himself. The second was the scene in the hotel where we get confirmation as to why Kate was not his type. Mm. (laughs) Well put. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, great. Thank you very much for your feedback. And obviously, as always, if you have comments about the episode, you can submit them via our forums over at lostmysterypodcast.com slash forums there's a podcast episode discussion section there and uh, we'll uh, basically post threads in advance so you can comment on those episodes and then when we go to record them we will use any comments that we can Uh, let's see here if there's anything else do you have anything else I don't have anything else I don't think I do either here Um, people I did want to remind everyone that we do have our listener line still available if you want to call I know we've been pushing the forums here lately but we're uh, still happy to get any voicemail messages as well Definitely. if you'd like to call in. It's uh, 765-439-4190, um, and we'd love to get your comments, questions, or theories. Well, on Wednesday, we'll be discussing The Shape of Things to Come, and I don't remember who this episode was about. I didn't look, but I do remember it being a good one. Uh, a good one. <laughs> get it. A great episode. Um, and we are getting close to the end of the season. I think we've only got a couple of episodes left before we're at the season finale um, in this short, short season. And then we are in season five. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome stuff. But until then, we hope you all have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at LostMysteryPodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at LostMysteryPodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.